Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Let's talk about innovation today. In one of my previous episodes, I've talked about innovation and enterprise architecture. I've talked about how enterprise architecture helps us in understanding the impact of large transformational changes on the enterprise and makes us more courageous in going through innovation. But it raises an interesting question. What is innovation? A good friend of mine seems to believe that it's not possible to do innovation within information technology. I think he's confusing innovation with invention. It's right, it may not be possible to do invention within IT. Well, not entirely, if you really think about it. There are a lot of inventions that have been done within IT. But when you're working for a core business, such as a bank or a financial organization or a pharma company or a, uh, or a retail business or what have you, chances are that you'll not be doing any inventions within IT. So what's the difference between innovation and invention? When I ask ChatGPT, ChatGPT says, innovation and invention are related but distinct concepts. An invention is a creation of a new product, device or process that has never existed before. It typically involves the discovery or creation of a new idea or a concept and the development of a practical solution based on that idea. Inventions can be technical or non-technical and they can take many forms including scientific, artistic or social. Innovation on the other hand refers to the process of taking an invention and turning it into a practical solution that can be used or applied in some way. Innovation involves the development and implementation of new ideas, products or methods or the improvement of existing ones in order to solve problems or meet new needs. Innovation can involve the commercialization of an invention, the adaptation of an existing product or a process to meet new needs or the development of entirely new approaches to addressing problems or challenges. Let me give you an example. When the light bulb was invented, in a laboratory by a few scientists run by Thomas Alva Edison Inc. That was an invention. But when the light bulb was taken all the way to the market, when it was used across houses and industries and factories to bring light to people's world, when it was sold and when a profit was made on it, that became an innovation. You do not really require a idea or a product that never existed before to innovate. Let me give you an example. Artificial intelligence has existed for many, many years now. Today, we even have frameworks such as AWS SageMaker that helps us build, train, and deploy machine learning models for any use case uh, with, with a fully managed infrastructure, tools, and workflows. On the other hand, we've got automated monitoring systems that monitor infrastructure that monitor applications, that monitor application performance, etc. Now, when you take the Amazon SageMaker and you take a monitoring or an observability tool, such as Splunk, for example, 
and you combine them and form an AI ops system to do algorithmic analysis of IT data and observability telemetry and automatically detect warnings, errors, service unavailabilities, performance issues, etc. What you've really done is innovation. You did not create a new product. You did not create a new service. You did not create anything that did not exist before. SageMaker was always there. Observability tools were always there. DevOps was always there. You just took everything, put them all together, built some machine learning models, and created an AI ops system. That, in my view, is innovation. There's one more aspect of innovation that I would like to bring forth. Inventions happen once in a very long time. New products, new services, something that did not exist before, you don't get to create every other day. But innovation, you can do it in a cycle. Because you don't really need to create new products to innovate. You can take what already exists and find new applications and it would still be innovation. But there's a very unique challenge that we face when it comes to innovation. And that is a leadership challenge. It's not really a technical challenge. It's not really a capability challenge. It's more a leadership challenge, a culture challenge. If you look at the organizational hierarchy, you'll see that uh, the people that are there at the lower levels of the organization, uh, people who are at the lower levels of the hierarchy, they are expected to do what they're told. The manager tells them what needs to be done and essentially creative thinking any kind of new applications of existing technologies or existing products is not really encouraged that much. And slowly this becomes a habit. It becomes a habit for the people who are at the lower levels of the hierarchy to not think creatively, to do what they're told, to always wait for orders. Just by the merit of doing what they're being told properly and not thinking creatively, grow in the hierarchy. And then eventually they reach to the apex point of the hierarchy. They reach to the top of the organization. And it is at this point that these people need to think creatively. Innovation really, really matters at the higher level of the organization. Unfortunately, the people who have reached there have reached there not by thinking creatively, but by doing what they're told. Unfortunately, at that point, nobody's going to tell them what needs to be done. That is where people expect that they behave as leaders, they have independent thought, and they, they think creatively, use their existing resources, find new applications, find new combinations for the organization to grow. And that's why it becomes very important for an organization to encourage, in some way, creative thinking, to reward people who are creative thinkers, to reward people who find new applications of existing products. Take the example of Kodak. The digital camera was invented by an engineer in Kodak, but the culture of the organization was such that the lower levels of the hierarchy were not encouraged to think creatively. So when he came up with the idea of a digital camera, he was told that this is how you shoot yourself in the foot, heads down, do what you're told. And ultimately, somebody else invented the digital camera and Kodak lost the race. The truth is, that at the lower levels of the hierarchy, you do not have enough experience, you do not have enough expertise at running an organization properly. So there's a high chance that you'd be able to excel at what you do by doing what you're told and not by thinking creatively. Of course, 
thinking creatively is an important aspect of your work, but only at the higher levels of the hierarchy. You'd be able to use your creative thinking much better when you are at a senior leadership position. So how do you encourage an environment? How do you create an environment where people in the lower levels of the organization are encouraged to think creatively while also performing really well by doing what they are told. If you have any interesting ideas, I'd be willing to hear. That's all I have for you today, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. More about organizational agility, innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world, in the business, right here on the show. But before I end the show, I want you to help me out with this one little thing. Pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or any social media of your choice. And it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing its listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way you will get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have any ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. We also have a Telegram group if you would like to contribute to EA discussions or what have you. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. Or the URL to join the group is https://t.me/enterprisearchitectureradio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, we are very easy to find. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Discord. Although I just got started with Discord and don't know how to use it very well, but nevertheless. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.